Welcome to Pushing Dirt. I'm Camilla Ranson, and this is your one-stop shop for everything real estate, whether it's buying, selling, renting, development, city planning, interior design, architecture, the history of architecture, homelessness, feng shui, real estate agents, and the odd but necessary ghost hunting. It all applies, and you don't want to miss it. I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about our sponsors for this episode, Grand Interiors International. Grand Interiors International is a Palm Beach-based design firm and high-end boutique specializing in customizable furniture, European bed linens, luxurious bath decor, and exceptional home accessories. We all know that decor is a how to make any house feel like a home. And with a wide array of luxury furniture, bath, lighting, decorative pillows, home fragrance, artwork, and home accessories, Grand Interiors International has something for every home enthusiast. And with the holidays right around the corner, Grand Interiors International is a one-stop shop for all things decor and the home lover in your life. Shop today at grandinteriorsinternational.com. Welcome to Pushing Dirt. I am Camilla Ranson, and this is your podcast on everything real estate buying, selling, renting, homelessness, interior design, feng shui, and anything to do with real estate. And today, my guest is Michelle Bolton. She is a real estate agent in Los Angeles, and she's very accomplished. And um, today, I want to talk about her business, which is very, very interesting to me. And first and foremost, um, I would love to hear about a certain area of her business. So, but first of all, welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much, Camilla. It's a real pleasure. It's so great to have you. Um, also, now that I've met you a few times and, and worked with you, I know how you work. And so this is really exciting for me. Also, because um, one of Michelle's major areas is what we call manufactured homes now. Um, and that has, in, in LA, it has a long history of um, being one thing, changing into another. And recently, and I don't know if it's just recently, but in the last, I would say, five, 10 years, there, it has become kind of a boom. And certainly within, I don't know how, like if you would say five years or how long, but tell me about how you got into that and how that has sort of impacted your business. Well, it's been so much fun because it's alternative living. And it really attracts people who could think outside the box, no pun intended, box. <laughs> uh, but um, when I first got into real estate approximately 20 years ago, I just moved to Pacific Palisades. And I noticed, in fact, I said, wow, look at this, this area between Temescal Canyon and Sunset Boulevard. There, There's manufactured homes in this area that has beautiful ocean views and access to the beach. And it was it was intriguing to me. And because I get bored of, of just buying and selling the usual tract homes. And uh, so my curiosity led me to do deeper investigations. And what I found was was fascinating. And I fell in love with these manufactured homes. And uh, Basically, there's there's three communities between Temescal Canyon and Sunset on Pacific Coast Highway, 
And um, they're protected by the Mellow Act, which says there has to be some fair-priced housing along the coast. And otherwise, everything would be $4 million and up, especially with these views. So it was, it was so intriguing because in Pacific Palisades right now, you're lucky to get into a regular house for $3 million. So I looked into this and uh, just started falling in love with this niche. And it's, it's just uh, a whole subculture. And, uh, and so it, they started out when I first began, it was like 200,000, 300,000. Now they're up to 1.8 because people are finding out about these and they're renovating them and they're bringing in their own design ideas. And um, so you could either renovate them or you could bring in a new house or, um, you know, there's there, now you could put two stories in. So it's just amazing. So I don't know where you want me to. No, I, I, I just find it. I just find it so interesting because it's something that obviously I've lived in in LA for a long time, and I've driven by those homes as well because it is it's prime real estate. Like it's, you know, it's kind of where the world ends, and right there mm-hmm. is you know like this this beautiful piece of land. And Pacific Palisades in itself is a stunning, stunning, stunning area. Um, Inland, it's gorgeous. It's it's got beautiful mountains and stunning, beautiful houses. And um, but this particular, it's it's literally right on the water. And when I first came out, um, I was always super interested in it because I thought it was it was fascinating. And it had also because it had that. Um, and I still think to some people who don't understand real estate, they think the trailer park, you know, right. and which is so funny and. To me, that was not like a deterrent. I'm from Europe, so I was like, this is Americana, you know? And But then you start looking at what it is, and I'm like, this is not a trailer park. No. This is, it's a park, which is a whole different um, thing. It's like where you want to live in a park. Um, but what I didn't, I didn't really, I mean, I've driven into these different parks a, a few times and, and sort of been astounded at what I've seen. And then I've been invited to dinner parties at these places and, and, um, with friends. And I'm just, I was always stunned at what's the trick, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like, because you're literally getting something as, and also you're getting a California lifestyle, which you really can't put, um, like an an amount to, to, but it's high, (laughs) you know, and, and you're in the middle of, just you know like if you're interested like multi-billionaires like live like next door and also I noticed like the people who choose to live there are people you would choose to otherwise live in a four million dollar house but choose to live there and it's it's a very interesting community and I think you find what I saw mostly is that you find a cross-section of for me what the, the, the most amazing thing is ages because in LA, um, people are just often, you know, in in clumps of age, you know. Right. And out in the place, like you really see a cross section of people who are incredibly like young, or you know, just wanted to have a bachelor pad, or people who are starting a family, and then you see people who are like in their nineties, but basically, you know, 
athletes, you know? <laughs> so, so you see a bunch of people, but most of all, you see people who are really interested in a certain, in, in lifestyle. I, I don't want to say a certain lifestyle, it sounds so stupid, but in a, in a really awesome lifestyle with um, not as much headache. I, I agree. I think a lot of the people there love the outdoor lifestyle. They want to be outdoors walking their dogs and there's a dog trail and, and they want to have access to the beach. Uh, you just, there's a crosswalk and you're right near the bike trail. So it, it, um, it's a healthy lifestyle and it, it really is a community. I've, I've been there. I mean, I know most of the people that live there now because I've been, I must have had over 180 transactions over the past 20 years. Oh and, and some of the houses I've sold over and over and over again. And, uh, and so everybody's waving. Hi, hi, Michelle. And, and then I go back to my own neighborhood, which is right around the corner, and which I love, but it's just a different vibe. This is, is just, it is, it's a, it's California lifestyle on steroids. It is. And <laughs> I mean, I love that you sit, you talk about the community because, um, I, what I found is that it's, it's very private. Like you have your own little, you know, you can sit inside the house if you want, right. or you can go to the beach or whatever. But it, but there is also a community where you can connect with people, and it has this sort of. It's funny, like because it has sort of a genteel vibe, you know, like where people are. It's like it's semi-bohemian, and then it's also very. Um, we like to live in this, like in a beautiful way, you know, and, and also what I noticed is, um, the amount of different people, like I, the amount from all over the world who, who come there, because I mean, as a foreigner, like coming to LA is like, it's the ocean, right? Like you're like, it's, it's that Pacific coast. High, I mean, it's, it's cinematic. Your lifestyle is cinematic when you live there, you know? There's people from all over the world, Australia, you bought uh, from a Moroccan French woman, uh, there's uh, Swedes, there's in people from India, and, uh, and everybody, everybody really does embrace this, this, first of all, there's those, those negative ions which put you in a good mood, I think, from, from the ocean, and, uh, and then the, the, the foliage is, is just outstanding. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of people can't wrap their heads around the concept, but, um, basically you don't own the land there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, so what does that really mean? It, it just means that you don't have to pay real estate property taxes and you don't have to pay homeowners association dues, but you pay rent, which is protected under rent control. And, um, and so it's just a different idea. And then a lot of people say, well, that sort of reminds me of the co-op board when I was in New York kind of thing. But it's, it's not really because you don't, you know, there's no real hardcore um, screening. All you have to do is show, not show any bankruptcies. And as long as you have good credit, the management over there will allow you in. And then uh, and then it's just the idea of, hey, I don't have to pay property taxes. Oh, wow. This is fabulous, <laughs> you know, because that adds up. And so do HOA fees. I, I know some complexes, the HOA fees in California, if you if you go to, uh, um, you know, on Ocean Avenue right there in Santa Monica, that's it's like 1400 a month. 
mm-hmm. you know, so for a little for a little nothing cubicle. So, yeah, I just fell in love with these. And every time I sell, each each person who buys brings their own creative uh, allure to it. Um, the one the one I recently sold was was it was like modern farmhouse by the beach. Um, and then there's others that are more contemporary with a, an atrium in the middle. Uh, so, and then there's a surfer guy that just, you know, has surfboards for his art outside the house. So it's just, it's just amazing. And, and it's just, I've, I've had a lot of people from, let's just say women that are single. I had a, a woman that, she just bought a corner unit which had the canyon and the ocean view and she just went crazy and she just she built this phenomenal contemporary with glass everywhere and the, and it's good because it's very very private too mm-hmm. so people don't even know it's there so it's it's terrific so you can engage with your neighbors or you don't have to engage but overall it's it's a really special niche yeah no, that's why I also because of the um, the history. I mean, it's I think most people don't who come to California don't understand that these places are sort of up and down, like the sort of golden part of the coast, whether it's Pacific Palisades right. or Malibu, and and it's um like I there like there's been a couple of in the parks in Malibu that have gone for like three point five, you know, right. and n- not huge or like they've had rooms. Like that's the thing. It's not like you're in the middle of, you know, you're not camping, you know, um, yeah. they have like serious rooms and serious like, but it is. And then I've heard somebody go, well, what, why would you buy that if you could buy another? And I'm like, because there is a level of the, it's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. And um, there's this level of like freedom to it. That I don't yeah. think that people, um, I mean, somebody like me who, like, I invest and I invest in properties and keep them and, write, you know, but, um, and then there's the property taxes and everything. But this particular thing is like, that's a kind of like, per, like, it has that personal freedom thing, you know, while you're still being a citizen in the world, you know, right. and um, it it really is an, an incredible thing to to see and have that be, and I'm, I'm just wondering because what's the history of them? Like, do you know the history of how they came to be? Because it's not, it couldn't have been a secret from like 50 years ago that this is the best place to live. Well, interesting that uh, Tahitian Terrace, mm-hmm. for example, there's three parks. There's Tahitian Terrace, there's the Pacific Palisades Bowl, which is borders it. And then there's Malibu Village, which is farther up uh, the coast, closer to uh, Sunset. But Tahitian Terrace was built with uh, geologists and structural engineers. When they um, when they built it, as I understand, they took land and dirt from when they uh, were building Paul Revere Junior High, which is uh, closer to Mandeville. Which is these are all sorry these are all in uh, we're talking about Southern California yeah. and Pacific Palisades Brentwood area. Um, so they took the dirt and they they um, they built this fabulous terrace so that half of the houses, or a little bit more than half of the houses, can have these spectacular ocean views with white water and um, sand. And and really, it's it's like a miracle because the there is the PCH that that is right there, but the but the sound of PCH bounces off the hill back into the ocean. We don't really hear it. 
So, um, so that's that was built in 1963, and and I understand that the the two bottom streets uh, used to be a miniature golf park. Right, they were a miniature golf. So, um, so then the owner decided, well, you know. Let's just make those into more house, you know, available <laughs> houses. So some people just what they would do is they'd bring in their their units, and um, I know some women that are nearing one hundred, and they could tell you all about it. Uh, and they they brought their house in, and they made sure that they had parking, and that they're you know you have to take up to seventy five percent of the lot with covered space, and uh, and so. People just went crazy for it. All the all they just said, "Wow, I could live in now." This used to also be fifty-five and older, mm-hmm. so they got rid of that about fifteen years ago. But there still is an older demographic there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you'll see people that have been living in with sea air, and I guess it really does help your health because there's a lot of people there that are in their, well in their nineties. I met. I actually met some of them, and mm-hmm. I was like, um, "The first of all, the level of, you know, vitality. Like the level of, I saw one of them beat somebody in ping pong, and she. They play. Oh. They were talking about this a whole group that play like basically professionally. They they travel around, and she was like this particular woman was ninety seven, and just just had like." the you know the skin and the like the this just energy of like life Shh. and and i i was just like yes please i would like can i have <laughs> let me follow you <laughs> yes. around right what is it that you do and and i was just really sort of imp- you know cuz you know la is a work very working town you know it's um it has that it looks like it's vacation time, but it is not, you know, and if it is vacation, it's a business, you know. Right. So um, and certainly with real estate and entertainment are two very big. Um, I know like aerospace is what our biggest <laughs> one, you know, but like um, real estate and entertainment are really sort of the 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 businesses that define us in Los Angeles and, and all the, the little cities and um, and just watch it like hearing her like, you know, having lived in in LA and worked in the business and everything, but like coming home to that or being able to work from your home from that, you know, is change, like changes a person, you know, it, it, it changes you on a cellular level, you know? And, um, and I was just like, yes, please. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Especially after this pandemic, everybody that I was talking with, they said, now we really appreciate this because it really is fabulous being able to be stuck in this community where you could look at the ocean and and get the sun, um, and when you don't really have, you know, have to worry about traveling, you're right there. So it's people really started appreciating it, and the prices started appreciating. I noticed that. <laughs> I very much noticed that. Suddenly, it went from, you know, being, you know, like something you're like, okay, I can do it. Then with the, and suddenly I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Got to get in. Yeah, got to get in. And I think it also has that thing of um, from the pandemic is like we want to be closer. We want to be closer without sacrificing our space and our, you know, like individuality of living in 
you know, it's not condo living. It's definitely specific. You live in a house, you know. Right. And you don't have to worry about elevators no. and, and, kind of, you know, and all of that. You have your own parking. You walk out. You have you know, you know, your own personal space. So that started becoming more appealing to people. Yeah. Yeah. I and, think it just people got scared of both um, the it weirdly in in my like in my experience is that you got scared both of the isolation, but also of the invasion. At the same time, it's like there had you suddenly realized how important it was to have like a balance in both, you know, because I've certainly lived um, in places where, you know, where I had a house and then I had to have other people in it because I had like it couldn't be alone, you know, and and that like sort of level of like, oh, my God, 5000 miles an hour, tons of people, blah, blah, blah. And then um, to this space of where like, no, nobody 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 and especially with the quarantine was like nobody for a full year and i was like this is so great but then when you come out you're like i want to keep some of this sort of weird you know sort of mental or spiritual autonomy but i need to have there needs to be some people you, know? you want the quiet you yeah. want the quiet with with the um, luxury of having people around yes you do so let me ask you um where where do you where do you where were you born I was born in Los Angeles, and ironically, in the San Fernando Valley, ironically, we used to take to Panga Canyon in the summer to get to the beach, and I used to go to the beach and look up at the houses and wonder what they were when I was young, yeah. when I was a kid, and um, who would have thought that later in life I would have been <laughs> so involved? It's it's really, I came full circle. Um, but I've lived in, uh, I went, I lived in New York City for a little while, and I've traveled around the world. And, you know, I think you have to leave in order to appreciate Los Angeles. And uh, a lot of people that never leave, it's amazing how some people are just, they have no concept of weather. <laughs> oh, they have, <laughs> yeah, right? They, oh, it's cold, it's cold, it's 60 degrees, <laughs> you know, and oh, it's windy. Mm -hmm. um, so I've, I've had the um, experience of, of living in four seasons for, and, and it was great, but I said to myself, you know, I don't really want to wear socks all the time, <laughs> socks or gloves or hats or coats and things. So I came back and I really appreciated the lifestyle, uh, especially the lifestyle uh, in Pacific Palisades. Mm. which uh, which I really like. Uh, I like all of the coast, and it is the Gold Coast. It is. It's, it is. It's, we're sandwiched between Brentwood to the east, Malibu to the north, uh, and Santa Monica to the south, and we're right near the Getty Museum, right here, oh, the, the old so Getty awesome. Villa, which is amazing. And there's so many little architectural jewels that that were built by Schindler and and some other really interesting architects so, um, so you have all of that and, uh, and access to all of the shopping and all of those things. So it's, so that's, I, so I grew up here and I could really appreciate it now. For a yeah. while I didn't, I couldn't, but. No, I think you go through, I mean, LA is such a, you know, on this podcast, obviously you talk about real estate and, and we do, we talk a lot, a lot about it in, in LA, obviously, because, you know, I live here and I also cover other areas, but, and, and you know, countries, but like, I, I think that LA is so interesting because it's, it exists on so many levels in people's consciousness, you know, it exists on a, on a completely magical level, and then it exists on a movie level, and then it exists on a physical level, and then it mm. exists on, 
which I don't think has been touched on as much, um, except in certain older movies, the, the history of L.A. Like Chinatown, obviously, is has and it's a very specific history. And, um, you know, how we've been shaped. We've been so lucky to be shaped by immigrants and and that that you re- very rarely see in the in in you know we're lucky like in a positive light you know so i think there's so many parts of um of los angeles that are that are untouched like i was even reading about the indigenous history and i mean we have such incredible history here you know and especially you know right where and i always say the end of the world because it's literally mm-hmm. you're right at the pacific you know which it's is true. which is a straight also like a, a you know this ocean like this cold <laughs> strange ocean yeah that's so incredible and magical and i think that's what it is with la and for me like you were saying you know i needed you know I, i never left and then i had to leave and you know and i think you have to do that with la because la is such a um it's almost like a relationship it's never just you know you wake up in the morning and you're like oh, is everything like there's always something you know? right and And so I, you do, you do get tired of it. And also if you don't get out, you get cabin fever in this wide open space. And I think that's also what made me like, I, I went back to Europe a lot during the quarantine, ironically. And, and so when I came back here, I was like, oh my God, there's a coast, there's a coast and there's been, there's a system created so people can actually live right where millionaires and billionaires live and also that's how we want it in LA this is not some sort of trick or something you know we want it like that you know and so I think it's um I think I've just sort of gotten this new appreciation of you know since just coming back a little bit more and uh and also like really discovering these houses that I've been so aware of for so mm-hmm. long you know and I also next door like I noticed to one of the parks it says like Um, I think either there's a church or a synagogue or something. And I'm like, how? Like, it's literally just like, like a, <laughs> up a mountain, you know? Like, right. It's so fascinating. Um, there's, some things are hidden. You know? I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's so, like, magical there as well. And, and um, well, the you, self-realization center. I, Amazing. Like, the, I mean, if if you've never been to L.A. or you've been here before and you, like, the the things to go to really the self realization center is incredible and it's so beautiful and you can just go in you know right. same thing with Gettyville you don't pay you just make a reservation to park there you can walk that you know these are the things that sort of you know endear that area and that like you know LA to me a lot you know um, and also our beaches are stunning and very dramatic compared to like east coast beaches that's right you know? or the mediterranean <laughs> the mediterranean is so beautiful and he sometimes here it's like lovely and sometimes you you have to deal with it <laughs> it's when i i remember it's rough the yeah. water is cold it's so rough cold. there's rocks out yeah. there yeah yeah and we want it like that yeah we want it like that it's true <laughs> it's like it's true yeah so because i also think of it made me think a lot of Um, just the whole manufactured and and just beach and everything. Um, I traveled a lot at one point in the Middle East because my family was in Dubai and um, my brother was ironically in real estate there. And um, and that there's so much manufactured there as well. 
um, meaning like everything's come up, you know, like right there. But it has the, such a sense of instant history as well. And and I was also laughing about the beaches because they create their own beaches. You know, they're, those are not white sand beaches. That's sand that's flown in from that's everywhere. That's so funny. Yeah. And I was like, that never happened in LA. We don't want it. We want this, you know, obviously we have beautiful sandy beaches, but there is that rock and that drama of it, right. you know, where where it just matches the the history and, and L.A. people. And I say this with all due respect and also pointing to myself very well, you know, it, mm-hmm. it matches us, you know. It's true. It's true. It's the beauty, but it's the harshness that you need to be able to survive within the beauty. Yes. It's like this where you're just... You have to like be somewhat open all the time, and then you also have to be really, really tough. You know, um, it's true, so true. So, so you started out because I know you just came from a completely different kind of property to this right. show. Yeah, so you cover you cover all. I just of- came from Benedict Canyon. Mm-hmm. I have a listing over there. Another I, stunning place, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, two miles north of uh, from the Beverly Hills Hotel. It's it's a great area. I love all the. Another thing about Los Angeles that a lot of people that visit here quickly, they don't realize that there's so many different uh, neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, It's almost like 15 cities within one city. Yeah. Because you have um, so many, like you have Beverly Hills and then you have Santa Monica, then you have downtown. And I mean, everything's broken up. It's it's really interesting. Uh, It's like one sprawling suburb, but, but, within the suburb are city centers and and yeah. and so um and specific city centers like you don't yeah. like the palisades don't look like beverly hills and beverly hills don't look like silver lake or right. you know the hollywood hills it's just so incredibly specific it's so specific that's why it was it was so fun for me to to drive here today because i had i haven't been on melrose for a couple of years and I was, oh, I miss it so much. I used to come down here all, all the uh, yeah. time, you know. <laughs> and uh, it's so creative and all the furniture stores and the designers and all of that. And uh, and there's just, it brings out this sense of, of creativity. It's a different type of creativity. It's more urban creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but for me as a real estate agent, I love going to different neighborhoods because even though while I have my my specialty in Pacific Palisades, it's it's so creative for me to go and oh learn all about the different neighborhoods and and uh, I have something in Encino which is you know where all the doctors live you know? right and I have uh, I have this where my friend is an artist and he lives on, on Benedict Canyon so it's all different and uh, it just keeps me as a real estate agent interested um, yeah you know because because of the uh, because I I, I love the, um, the diversity yeah. There. And uh, and so, yeah, so it's it just keeps keeps the I have to be interested in what I do. I love what I do. But um, but it, it keeps it keeps it interesting. And everybody's so unique that are attracted to the different neighborhoods. It's it's funny because, yes, in, in uh, with the manufactured homes, I, I have a lot of bohemian types that right. love it there. Yeah, it's just because it, it just it attracts First of all, you have to think outside the box in order to yeah. understand. Yeah. So as we spoke about, and but then it's also affordable, so it makes it fun. Mm. Yeah. So people are like, what I could get this for? Oh my, you know. And so it just it does attract um, a real bohemian type, but also people, young couples that 
that really never thought they could afford it. Right. They thought they'd have to live out in, you know, 20 miles outside of Los Angeles in order to live here. Right. And I think there's also this, um, like, the the simpler lifestyle has been a a little bit of a a draw, you know, Um, because, I mean, I noticed that with, with just having you know things that have you have to work like homes that you have to work at you have to make sure everything's this that and the other and a b and c and d and um you know like you have you have to have staff obviously to to when you have a home like that you don't have to have and when i mean staff i mean like employees like you have to have somebody who runs this you can't possibly fix that thing on your own because then you'd also have to be a plumber and you know sorts of things so with this it's like um this is just something to this is something a lifestyle thing a lot of people are interested in to have without living in a condo because i've certainly i mean you know i love the east side and i love the old villas and the little bungalows and everything there and but one of my favorite places of all time was when i lived downtown and that weirdly had even though that was a lot of doctors and a lot of lawyers that had a different kind of bohemian feel because it was, it was more like New York, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you had to, again, leave your house to have an experience, you know, and that's so, true. so I think that, um, I think that that's sort of where LA is very full circle, you know, everybody always says, oh, the people are so different in each, in each area, and maybe to a certain extent, they are, but everybody is sort of looking for their village where they belong, but they also want to be in a big city. Mm-hmm. And that's where you sort of have that's the beauty of LA is that people always like it doesn't have a city center. I'm like it just has many. That's that's the way <laughs> I look know? at it. And it's it's true for any sort of metropolitan city in the world. Yeah, there might be you say central London, but nobody's really if you don't live you're not really sure where it is and people are aware of Notting Hill because of a movie, you know, and mm-hmm. people know where Kensington is because of Kensington Palace. But but you it's sort of true for everywhere. It's just that here we're, a lot of the time we're, you know, you need a car to get from one place. It's to so next. spread out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and we are a car city, you know, like we're, we're definitely in love with our cars just as much as we like, you know, nature. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and some of these old, some of the old, uh, we so it evolved from being trailers mm-hmm to uh, the manufactured homes to more like modulars. Right. So I love the modulars. Right, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. you, yeah. T- those tiny homes are so yeah. fun. Yeah. But the, the quote, trailers, that's American art. It, it really is. That is a very good point. It is American art. It would not exist without an American, it's covered wagon to mm-hmm. like now we, yeah, trailers. And it's always, it is a thing that um, I think only has had a you know somewhat negative conversation uh, connotation in uh, in America because nowhere everybody's like what you know like mm-hmm. when you talk about that because it has it also aesthetically it has a cool look that I think right. now is becoming very popular because of the mid-century architecture it's, and it's mid-century architecture that's what it is. That's yeah what it is. and so so I think it's just an interesting Actually, I like I've never like nobody in Europe, whatever, like because I was talking to a lot of um, like Europeans and also European, um, uh, mostly um, real estate people. And they were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And because that's how you build, you know, you build this sort of like the square box. So it has 
a certain kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like people who are into feng shui are like, yep, it has like all the corners and all, you know, like and, you know, like an architect would look at a house like, hey, this is where you come in. This is where you're going to need to have this. This is where you're going to need to have this. This is where you're going to have to have, you can have the design element, you know, like, and, um, and I just, that's what I love about them. And I, I think so many people have missed it. And I'm like, I, I hesitate to talk too much about it. Cause I'm like, oh my God, it's going to become a tourist destination. <laughs> it's going to become it will. like, you know, even like someone like myself, who's like, you know, has a full on real estate fetish. I have gone out there so many times to look at places. People must've thought who is, who's this strange lady <laughs> just walking around, you know, because it is, it's, um, it's, a, it's obsessive. It's obsessive. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. It's, a, it's, a, it's obsessive. People are, they, they love, they love the idea because it is freeing. It's, it's sort of like, uh, you, you're not, you're not pinned down to the land. You feel like at, at any minute, yeah. even though these are, you know, they they are attached to the foundation, yes. yeah. You know, yeah. As far as being safe and all that, but you just there is this sense of of freedom. You know, maybe let's it's like a movie set. You know, you can yeah, build it up and take it down. <laughs> that's very it's very true. You know, and someone who like me who's obsessed with the idea of land, it still mm. has that feel of like, um. And I think that's more like almost like a pri- like a privacy thing, or like you, like you're you're here like. You still feel like you're very solidly on the ground, you know. I have right. th- this thing of like you have, you know, and um, and also that piece of land has so much history that um, that has something to like you said. You talked about they brought in geologists, they brought in all of that. Like you don't hear about that when you buy a house. That's that's right. You know? That's right. That's so true. <laughs> I will show you a photo. It's really amazing um, from the fifties. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, of the Palisades Bowl, uh-huh. and then um, I, I do have something that looks like stagecoaches. Another photo, um, because I know that's how it began. They the people used to who lived, let's say, in Hancock Park, which uh-huh. used to be the city center. Right. You know, more like Hancock Park and uh-huh. Beverly Hills. Uh, that was a big trip for them. They would yeah. they would come out to the coast, and they would set up shop there. They had little stagecoaches, and and uh, and that's. That's where the Palisades Bowl actually began, that area. Oh my God, I yeah. love that. Yeah, and uh, and then and it when just... you say the Palisades Bowl, just explain what people like. What is that? So it's another community. Mm-hmm. It's separately owned. Mm-hmm. So somebody, one private party owns the land. Uh-huh. Uh, in the Palisades Bowl, it's the same thing with Tahitian Terrace. It's mm-hmm. they're incorporated, but right. And uh, so each one evolved separately. I'd say the the palace the Palisades Bowl was sort of evolved organically, mm-hmm. okay, um, and the and Tahitian Terrace was more planned when they right. brought the dirt over, right? Um, and and so there's there's something fabulous about the organic qualities of the Palisades Bowl, uh, and it's just oh at one there's this one area I will show you where they the military had an outpost. And they were looking for the Japanese during World War II from this output uh, outpost oh my on God. the hill. Yes. So it was it was sort of it was a, it was the, the military was definitely using it. There's wow. definitely. Yeah. But that's inc- that's so incredible. I mean, it's it's just this is the kind of stuff that I love, like because once in a while you'll see a sign when you drive down PCH, you'll see a sign that says historic, historic area. Histor- right. And you're like, what? 
<laughs> what's historic about that? Yes, what's historic, and you see it so often in in um, in California. You see that historic, but often it doesn't say necessarily exactly what it is. And you know, you could. I think maybe because I'm from Europe, I know. Oh, well, this is what this happened. That's about that. But but th- this stretch, this complete stretch of um, of sort of highway and like inland is has so much history, and some of it is, you know, like built out of sheer necessity, you know, like, and, um, and just because like, like you said, like the military, the, you know, and, and some of it has come because people wanted to be there, you know, and so that's what I find. So, like, so much of it, I mean, I didn't really think of it till we really started talking about this, how, how that came about in a different, how this, all of this came about in such a different way than, than anywhere else in, in, you know, America really, you know. I think Los Angeles is such has such a unique history. Like you were mentioning Chinatown. Yeah. Like you you have like just and we have all these neighborhoods that, you know, people now know about maybe from movies. I know that Silver Lake, I was surprised by uh because I had properties there and I rented out to people from people who come from Europe and be like, Yeah, Silver Lake. I'm like, how do you know? Because we know here that, you know, avocado toast <laughs> right but like right. but how do you know and they, i think forbes at one point said it was like the trendiest neighborhood in america and somehow people picked it up so fast and then i was like is it because of forbes and they were like no no no, it's like the music and the and and it's funny as you mentioned and this is unbelievably embarrassing that i'm sure but like <laughs> but um when I was growing up, like I was obsessed with Prince and Michael Jackson, which meant I knew oh. a lot about Minneapolis and I knew an enormous amount of Encino because he was from there. He had a, he, his house, and I think they still own it, is on Havenhurst, which is where my listing is. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right up the street. And I was literally like, oh, my God. And I remember meeting um, somebody who's still a dear friend of mine when I was a kid in Europe, and he was he was from L- he lived in LA but he was born in Malawi and his family had come to um had come to America and he's like yeah we live in Encino and I was like oh my god Encino that's wild you know and that like taught me so much about like I knew so much about LA before I came because I knew I was also obsessed with maps like now we're going into like how truly crazy I am with this but I I knew the city almost before I came because wow. I was so like Michael Jackson comes here from here and but I knew it was from Indiana I knew it was from Indiana you know like it was a whole thing and so my obsession with music and movies got me obsessed with you know the actual earth where they came from you know right. so so it's I think that's where L A is is very both fascinating and deeply conflicted you know so which I like we're all about conflict here because without conflict you don't have a story you know so 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 it's that's where I think it's um it's fascinating and and especially like I was like God, I can't wait to talk to Michelle about this like that piece (laughs) of land and how you said how come it was actually how come it was created for 55 and over first well it was the sell the owner's choice Okay. Uh, yeah, the owners thought, "Hey, this would be a great idea for a retirement area." Uh-huh. Um, that is a great. I mean, that is a very kind, wonderful thing. Yes, you know, like, it is. Yeah. It is. And then, then there had to be a certain percentage of people that were under fifty-five, uh-huh. 
right now it seems like 55 is not that old. <laughs> no. no, of course not. Like it's just out there. I was like, okay. Waiting for all of us. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so then, then they, they made the switch. They made the switch about 15 years ago. And uh, uh, the, the people that were living there were, were not happy. I remember they were thinking that there was going to be an influx of all these little kids with tricycles and things. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you know, I, I think that never really happened. Uh, everybody's very, very well behaved there. Right. Uh, so, so that, yeah, I think that was a I very... I mean, I've seen a couple of tricycles. I've seen a couple of strollers, but I've also <laughs> seen... Good. I've literally seen, ev- like, every kind of, of person. Um, but what I will say, it has that level of people introduce themselves. People, you know, like... It's friendly. Yeah, right? and it also has a level of, like, a cultured sort of thing you know like it it definitely has that you know oh that yeah we have we have documentary filmmakers movies of the week and we have actors actresses people that could live anywhere right they've yeah. just they've just decided that this place is magical that's how i feel about it i like you like you when you have choice um you know you like you yeah like you said you can live every, anywhere but this is really something and also that is you know, the whole um, being sort of accepted by the community, like, who are you? Like, you, yeah, you don't, they don't do background or whatever, but, like, they want to make sure that you're not going to, you know, like, be a nuisance, like, to your neighbors or, like. Or peeping Tom. <laughs> that, exactly. That, that you know, very relieved. <laughs> very yeah, relieved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just kidding. So, they, you know, but they want to make sure that um, you, you sort of fit into like you know good people you know and it's so so international and so and people from everywhere in LA also I've noticed have sort of embraced this whole and we say it as if you know nobody's roughing it let me just <laughs> right put it in that way but it's definitely um like you want to live inside a painting you know or you want to live inside a gallery or a museum because you know like that's what sort of how, how I saw I saw it as like oh my god this is this is such a unique unique situation that you know people will want to know about and now I'm like why am I talking about it so much well you 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 are living now in the way I always looked at it was it was like a little jewelry box yes I just love that house it's just a it's Plus, it's got such good energy. It's got such good energy. And it has everything. Like, at first, I was like, how can it? But it has a couple of bedrooms, a couple of bathrooms. It, had, it has all the things, you know. But it's, yeah, I also think, I wonder if it is also the energy. Because I noticed that immediately. And I know this is something we talk about in L.A. And it is absolutely true. Like, energy is... Be, you cannot believe in energy. You cannot believe in anything about vibes. You come to LA and you come to LA real estate and you understand what it means. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. apps. I could walk into a house and for some reason the energy's dark and maybe you can move some furniture around and bring somebody in to, to bless it or clear the spirits. Uh-huh. People do that here. We have that. We have we have that on here. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah we do. Yeah. I, and it works. It works. Uh, and, uh, and, but but on the other hand, everything in these houses, you have the same finishes as you do with regular houses. Yes, uh, it's beautiful. I mean, I yeah, and also ingenious ways of doing that. Like where I was like, God, this is so beautiful. And I'm always like, that would take up so much space. And I'm like, no, it's done so incredibly well. And 
it's taught me a lot about because I always like to obviously I, I do my real estate but I also like I love to interior design and I love a good challenge you know mm-hmm. and it sort of also made me think a lot about like what is it that you like to highlight about your life for yourself like let's let's forget anybody else who comes into that but what is it that you highlight you know and I was thinking um I have like a couple of pieces from my grandmother and then I have you know pieces from like flat box stores and everything and mm. I love things equally you know like because they have history to me you know and and so that houses like that really makes you go what is it that you value about your stuff you know right. and and um I'm a person who can get really into stuff. So so this was a really interesting um, experience of going, well, what stuff do you really love? You know? Right. You want to pare down and just... Yeah. But just still have it being warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's still also the amount of s- storage. Like, I'm still like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, what about my clothes? And I was like, you will be fine. <laughs> You know, so, it, it's it's still eleven hundred square feet. Yeah, I, yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I remember when I went to China, they they had this tour. I was on a cruise, uh-huh. and and then they stopped at these little villages, and little cities, and they said, "Okay, today, uh, we'll have a tour of uh, an average Chinese person's living space." Mm-hmm. And it was it was really interesting. We went up some stairs, and the five hundred square feet. 500 square feet they have the little kitchen mm-hmm. they have the bedroom they had the little eating area the bathroom and at that point that's when they had the one child policy right. this is about you know, 10 yeah. 12 years ago you know and it was i said to myself yeah you know yeah you could live in 500 square feet uh you know look in, in new york new york city look in new york <laughs> and also like you know if you can't have style in 500 square feet you can't have style that's right. <laughs> you know, like, so you might like, yeah, like, so I was thinking a lot about that. And also living in the, I mean, 500 square feet is, I applaud people who can do it, but people do it and people have, and also in like, it's the same thing with Copenhagen. You know, I, there's this, like, I think in, in America, there's this feeling of, oh, we have, like, we have, we need a lot of space. And, and it was so, when I um, was first out here, I watched the HG, well, probably not when I was first out here, but HGTV. And I would always hear people, no matter where they were showing it, like those House Hunter shows, they were like, I have to have an ensuite bathroom. And I was <laughs> like, a what? You know? <laughs> and they were like, oh, so everyone was talking about ensuite. And I was like, what are they talking about? Like, because I only knew it in terms of a hotel, you know, or, you know, so... And and I realized, and then I started thinking about like where I lived, and I'm like, oh right, there is a, a bathroom connected to the living, uh, the bedroom. I never really thought of it, you know. Yeah. And because like, growing up in Europe, and like I grew up like in one of the houses I grew up in, like it was like old giant old house, like it was just old and um, but beautiful. But it had the living spaces were like it had a main, um, like living room, and then it had a dining room, and then it had a sunroom, you know. And then it had bedrooms, you know, and that like sometimes, I mean, one like had a bigger bedroom, but like it had one bathroom and they might have mm-hmm. had like four or five bedrooms, but it had one bathroom, you know, and and it's just it was just I was looking back at that and and 
and like even like when my when they uh, these things came to Europe, they're like, why do people keep talking about ensuite? You know, because it's just not something we grew up with. Now we want it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but but it's that whole thing of of like what what is it that's important and now i i mean i understand like when you're also when you're living with someone like you really like to have some bathrooms yeah, you know it's, it's, and, it's so interesting when you you could sort of relate bathrooms to sort of culture in, in yes, a way because absolutely because because uh i have this one house that was built in a, a listing is built in 2007 and each room is en suite and uh uh, each room is en suite, and not only is it en suite, but it has its own huge closet and its own uh, 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 desk, uh, like a little office. And it's sort of, to me, it's... Wait, say, tell that story. Say, say okay. that again. Okay, so, so each room has its own bathroom, mm -hmm. it has its own huge closet, and it has its own desk. So it's like a little office. Where was this? This is... is um, a house and I have uh, a listing in Encino, oh. and that's what er it was built in two thousand and seven. So, so it's in an, in an interesting because there's a lot of uh, space, common space, uh -huh. but it in a way it sort of alienates people too, because each person ha is separated. I mean, it's great for privacy and it's mm -hmm. great if each person you know needs needs their space, but in a way. Does it alienate people from each other? You know, in a way, because you don't have to engage because you have everything you need except for the kitchen uh, in your own living right. space. So it's it's interesting. I mean, you could really take a look at uh, housing and culture. But that's also what's happening now. I know certainly in New York, but also out here now, um, like people are buying up old houses, like big, big, big houses, and then they're creating those like living, like full living spaces, basically in a room with, you know, like a, de you know, a desk and a bathroom um, and renting them out almost as separate apartments. That's happening a lot. And again, it's not, these are not cheap places. Like there's certain, like some in Silicon Beach, which is an area of Venice that we call Silicon Beach because it's like the same Silicon Valley um, the people, <laughs> you know, group of people and, and companies. And and uh, I remember I was like looking, I was like, maybe I'll just rent because I'm always I'm always moving and renting and, you know, like so I can see what, you know, what's around and not renting. But like I was renting things out and then I was like, maybe I'll just want to rent for a while. I just want to see about Venice. And I saw this that said two bedrooms on the beach for four thousand dollars in Venice. Now, that sounds like a lot of money, which it is. It's a lot of money. But in Venice on the beach, not a lot of money. Not a lot of money. So I was like, what's the catch? You know, and I was like, oh, my God, there is no catch. This has a kitchen and a bathroom and blah, blah, blah. But I realized there were two rooms that I would be allowed to rent. But then the, there would be a kitchen, sure, and a bathroom somewhere that I would be sharing with oh. other people for $4,000. Wow. And and I was like, there's a part of me that's like, this is unacceptable. And then there was a part of me that's like, this is wild. This is how we live now. And it's almost like I was thinking of it like in in like the 70s and 80s in, in Denmark, there was a big movement towards like families living to like lots of families living together in a house. You know, um, I remember being little. I'm like, why, why didn't we ever do that? And my parents were like, I don't think you would have, <laughs> you know, but 
um, communal, communal. And now I'm like, well, isn't that kind of, I mean, it's kind of a wonderful thing because you have your private thing and then, you know, you have this thing. And it's also, I've noticed like so many professionals in, in LA do it. Like they live in these, because like, you know, things are taken care of so they can work, but at the same time, they live in a great place and they can be, they can be connected to people or they cannot, you know? And and it has sort of made me think about like my whole like I need all this space, you know. It's 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 like, do you, you know, like, and so um, so I really think like that whole movement towards micro, they're not really apartments even. They're sort of like duplexes or or sort of not even a duplex. They're sort of rooms. The rooms, but, but like they're like hotel rooms. But but you yes. you know, and and I think some of them are almost like service like hotel like. If you want that, you know, but it, it, it's I do think that it helps also with the the issues that we have in L.A. with with, you know, how much rent is and, and like homeless, just a situation. homeless situation. Right. I mean, affordable housing, affordable housing, mm-hmm. you know, and and so it's and I know they have the same issue in New York and they've you know tried to do, you know, a building that's half affordable housing, half luxury and i mm-hmm. it's you know it's and i think they're doing it in west hollywood here as well they they're also the zoning may change from r1 which means one residence to allowing r2 r3 r4 it just it, meaning taking, that you can build more on two you could you could make a, a single family residence into a a duplex or a triplex or a fourplex meaning mm-hmm. you, you could you could just like what we were saying you could Make it into several different, uh, um, different houses, different yeah, I mean, different I living you, places. On an R one, can't you have up to four units? Is that R one is just for one. R one is just yeah. one. Okay, but um, but that's the move right now. Okay, uh, I just was reading in the uh, in, in the um, in the business section that that might be happening to areas that people don't really think it will ever happen like right. in suburbia mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the people if, if people do start doing that you wonder because maybe a lot of the people that will be subletting or or renting mm-hmm. um, or even partially owning uh, may not have a car maybe the transportation will change mm-hmm. maybe who knows what will happen right. so uh, there might be an outcry against it uh, because it will add to the density of the population in all of these different uh, communities, but mm-hmm. but we have to. It's already have, happening. It's you happening. Can't. It's you can't. It's it's true. No. It's happening. Like it's it's um, you know, I know that it it is, and and like I was talking about the the houses, the little the rooms that people are basically renting rooms, but there are little apartments. I know that's happening, and it's happening a lot outside, like just outside of downtown, where like the it's older, true. but it's also happening in. Beverly Hills and because people want you know I'm sure also sometimes people want to make some money on the house it's a good source of income it's a good you know you have you have people that are on fixed incomes Uh you know they might be a widow or you know and so here's a way school systems exactly you know like if you get into the right um, place like you can you can send your kids to kids to great schools and and I just I think I understand like people like I got this big guy and I don't want anyone I'm like it doesn't you don't care what happens it doesn't matter like if you're not going to talk to your neighbors anyway why do you care exactly <laughs> next, you know um and so like it's it's um it's definitely a move towards I think you know greater privacy and greater community community at the same time 
you know. It's the best because, of both. Yeah, because we do have to be careful. I mean, everybody has to be careful in terms of their own person. But um, but I think, you know, the more the merrier. Like, let people... I mean, I, that that's what really attracted me to the East Side was that you get like a big you get a mix of people next door like you you know there's been a whole thing about gentrification on the east side but that's certainly not like you know it's certainly areas where you know i've bought into it's like every maybe every three houses and you make sure that it doesn't happen to the three houses in between because you want you want the community of what sort of what it is like what what happened and how it came because there are people who've lived there for like 50 years who have really good stories you know <laughs> so um so i am i am just fascinated by what you do and this whole i mean i feel like i haven't even scratched the surface of everything i want to talk to you about in terms of um of these of these homes and now i'm also afraid that i've said to because this is gonna be something everybody, and now everybody will be driving up there that, yes oh no there is definitely i mean there's definitely a stampede happening towards them now but i don't think it's as loud as it will be so right. yeah well i'm so happy to uh let you know anything you want to know i i love it it's it's just been such a it's been such a blessing for me and a blessing for all of my clients who've bought there and they and they they just have such an amazing lifestyle and uh they really appreciate it i'm it's makes me so and also those pictures you were talking about i will make sure we have that like up on an, a website and stuff because i think people would be i mean someone like me would be excited to see to see that and i think there's a lot of people who would be you know curious to see you know if they don't come from here like what they've bought into in it's a, the Wild West. It is the. It will always be the Wild West. You know. Um, so thank you so much, Michelle. Tell me, you, um, where can people find you on? Uh, can they find you on Instagram? Or can they find you? Sure, sure. Um, well, the best place really is my uh, website because I have a section there also for manufactured homes, mm -hmm. and it's Michelle Bolton M I C H E L L E B O L O T I N dot com, and I do have an Instagram account. Uh, which Michelle Bulletin, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and so I. No, I just want to make sure, like that we yeah we, people can find. Cause I want to yeah. <laughs> I want to share this with everybody. So yeah. uh, so anyway, yeah. But the the best place to reach me really probably the primary place is my website. Great. Okay, and that's where you can see all these amazing houses, and you're never gonna get like you're gonna be stuck on that website for a while. <laughs> So thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. I, I so appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks.